Well, hello there. It's another day. I'm Jim Harrington. And I'm that fellow on the other mic called Bill Knight. Yes, you, you? you certainly are, my friend. Hey, um, interesting. Uh, a lot of things seem to be flying well, under the radar right now. You know, Bill, have you noticed that things that n- normally you'd be paying attention to? For example, did you know that a U-Haul van, a guy in a U-Haul van yesterday drove into the White House uh, gate, not not once, by the way, but, but twice. He hit it, he backed up, and he hit it again. And then they found uh, they found a Nazi flag inside the U-Haul van. I don't know what that had to do with anything. but uh, I, I don't either, but, you know, it's a distraction, but I didn't know about it until I do now. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's, but you got to wonder, that went on yesterday. Nobody really reported it. You know, you have to find out through sources. I bet you... You know, somehow that story will be embellished. It's a setup. Oh, absolutely. You know? Absolutely. And not only that yesterday, this was a big story. Uh, and I, I didn't hear about it till just now. Um, someone created a, a picture, artificially intelligence created picture of an explosion at the Pentagon. I mean, it was, it looked very realistic. Someone generated it, posted it to the internet the uh, picture went viral, and the stock market took a severe dip, went down like 500 points. I mean, it was a big deal for uh, a, a little bit of a time, and I guess it bounced back. But um, you got to wonder, are we being tested with things? What do you think? Well, that could be a test. I mean, there, look, you know, we were talking just before we started this thing. Uh, of uh, they may have telegraphed what the next steal is going to be and what's going to happen. I mean, we're all worried about another pandemic and lockdown, and that's possible because they're already floating that balloon. But, you know, the hard thing is you are paying for communication for basically the Democrats right now. The Democratic Senate, I mean, Republicans were offered. Some have taken it, some haven't, but here's the deal. You know, if if somebody were to do beyond a cyber attack, because that's what they're talking about is a cyber attack on our system. Our, we wouldn't be here. This, this show wouldn't be there because we would be down. Right. And your cell phone would be down. Mm-hmm. All communication would be down. You would be on your knees going, what the hell is going on? Come on, God, give me an answer here. The answer is that our leadership, the Democratic leadership, and our election – would go on because they're putting the leadership on sat phones. They're very expensive. Yeah. Now, I'm, I wonder if we couldn't make them, you know, cell phones were expensive when they first came out in, what, the 80s? Mm-hmm. Or before, as actually before that, but the 80s, you know, they were very expensive, very big and clunky. Well, this, the sat phone could be the same. Militaries used it, but guess what? You know, we got satellites up there. Uh, that carry communications and can, can 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 carry probably millions, if not billions, of calls. What does Elon what? Elon Musk have? He has is it Starlink, uh, a satellite system where he flew, he put it over the Ukraine when the war started because they had no communications and their cell phones didn't work. So he put the satellite over the Ukraine and they could use their cell phones. Do you think he'd do that here? Uh yeah, he could. But you know what? Here's what I'm going to say. I was going to say you and I have to do homework, you know, of how to tell consumers how to protect themselves. But they've signaled, they say, it looks like a cyber attack is imminent before the 2024 election. 
well, if we're blind, we can't see the steel, and they'll put whoever they want in place. So mm -hmm. they've already figured it out. They've set it up. Here's the workaround for your satellite link because there is Starlink up there. Mm -hmm. And the workaround for that satellite link mm -hmm. is going to be um, you. It's going to sound crazy, but just go and look up ham license. They made it easy. And as a matter of fact, there's a, you know, there's a, a, a company up there right now, a few bucks out of your pocket. You can get your technician class license. They give you all the questions and all the answers and you just keep going through the stupid thing until, hey, I took the test and I passed at 80%. I would also and, recommend, Bill, that people, if they don't want to get their ham licenses, go get a CB radio. It doesn't have any, well, anywhere near the range. I realize that. It's, it's only, uh, what, four watts. But you still, if, if the neighborhood you're living in has several of these, it would be at least a, a localized means of communication. Well, what I'm wor working at with the ham is that they have other links, and they have satcoms. They, mm -hmm. in other words, you can, you're, you're when you're licensed, you can talk to the guys in the space station, via the satellite links. They have it already in play, mm -hmm. and your your radio network is in a relay of stations that are like, oh, gee, the old AM stations, and some are FM, but AM, but they're all linked for emergency communications, and it's. It's not manned by the government. It is manned by guys like you and me and gals. Women are getting big Yeah, but the thing it, is, so. though, I think a lot of people, I, I, I mean, I know a lot of people, uh, think it's too complicated, the whole ham process, the whole it's ham not. up. Some people are intimidated by it. I know you're not, but, uh, but a lot of people are. Whereas with the CB radio, it's a kinder, gentler thing. I mean, people had it in their trucks and cars for years. They don't seem to be quite as intimidated. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, no, I, I, I get it. I'm just saying it, it works the pretty much the same way. You tune it across a dial and boom, you got your frequencies. You don't have to get one that does everything, just something mm -hmm. to communicate with. And somebody could help you out on that because they're doing a push right now. Bill, what happens of, if, the, if the country is down? Who's going to enforce the ham laws anyway? I mean, if Well, that, that's just it. You know, I mean, you're, you're ha you have the privilege to talk, but then... You know that's the uh, that's the uh, that's the WTF rule, you know, or you know, everything went. <laughs> hey, everything uh, everything he, went to hell in a handbasket. Here's what it says here: uh, a report confirms that United States senators have been issued emergency satellite phones. CBS News right. reported these devices are being are they're part of a series of new security measures being offered to senators by Karen Gibson, Senate Sergeant at Arms. Um, why all of a sudden, I mean, why all of a sudden are they issuing sat phones to senators? I mean, they've been around, I mean, for, de for centuries, no sat, no sat phone, I say centuries, but for decades, nothing like this. All of a sudden, now it's important they have this, this, uh, independent means of communication. Mm hmm And, uh, well, my something's other up, you know that. Are they going to issue phones to governors, or are they going to issue them to local people? I mean, is the only means of communica communication going to be the senators talking to each other in some kind of private clandestine communication, or, or are we going to have, uh, you know, I, I don't know. It seems fishy. A lot of things seem to be going on under the radar right now, and, you know, people aren't really being told what's going on. I mean, you know— it's quiet, but you know the border hasn't changed. You know thousands are coming across every day. 
I mean, it's not in the headlines. It's, it's faded away, uh, but it's still happening. You know, I just read in Chicago. This is amazing. Talk about problems in major market cities. Holy smokes. Chicago. Um, they have so little space now for the illegals that they're boarding them in police stations, in police stations, in precincts. Uh, they're going to uh, take over one of the college uh, dormitories uh, w- when the semester ends, and they're going to put them there for the summer. You know, I mean, how would you like to be spending money to have your kids stay in a dormitory? And you know that a bunch of uh, illegal strangers from God knows where with God knows what kind of diseases is going to be sleeping in the same building your kid's going to be in, in in the fall. I'm just saying, I know that sounds, but it's true. I mean, it's true. Uh, but the Chicago Mercantile Exchange is like the New York Stock Exchange. It's a big deal. It was built in the late 1800s. And uh, it, it, it's just, it brings a massive amount of money to the city. Well, you know, when this new mayor, Johnson, was elected to take the place of Lori Lightweight, um, he, one of the first things he said is, I think, I think his manifesto was, first we get the money. That was the title of his, his plan. First we get the money. And he does that by increasing taxes across the board. One of the ways he was going to increase the taxes was put a per um, transaction charge on every single transaction in the stock exchange. If you buy, if you sell, every time you do that, there'd be a like a tax, and you'd have to pay it, which would increase it and make it far less profitable for the exchange to exist in Chicago. So what are they talking about doing now after over 100 years in Chicago? Mm-hmm. They're talking about moving out of Chicago. The Chicago Mercantile Exchange will not be in Chicago if they keep going like this in, in that city. Well, you know, you got businesses moving out of cities like that. You've got people moving out of cities like that. Chicago's on the list of people saying, I'm getting the hell out of here. Yep. Boston's on the list of people going, I'm getting the, uh, the hell out of here. We're talking numbers over 50% of the population. Now, people do still move in because of big corporations there, but there are states that are looking at becoming extinct. And I got to wonder if it's not all part of a plan saying, oh, yeah, we got room for the illegals. They can take over the state that you abandoned. I don't know. But I'm just saying, you know, this is kind of crazy. We are being chased out of our homes, and that's not right. So another crazy thing, which doesn't make any sense, a couple of crazy things. We're on, we're on a roll here, and there's a lot of stuff out there, so I want to pass it along to you. Uh, there's a group in Los Angeles. They call themselves the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence. They dress like nuns in the, in the right, habits I've seen and stuff. That. Yeah, but they wear devil horns, and they yeah. have a clown makeup on, and they call themselves the Trans Nuns. Uh, of Pride Night, okay? Well, and they appara- were invited because I guess they weren't originally. But well, no, they, they were are. invited to the Chicago, uh, Chicago. I'm sorry, to the Los Angeles Dodgers game, and the Dodgers right. said, "No, you're not going to be. You're not going to be a part of this." Uh, right. And then there was a little bit of, uh, uh, con- you know, discontent in Los Angeles, and of course, like a cheap suit. 
the management of the L.A. Dodgers folded. Okay, they just cl- they just folded and reinvited the sisters of uh, what is it? What do they call themselves? The uh, sisters of perpetual indulgence. <laughs> oh, jeez, the sisters of perpetual indulgence. Uh, bless them. Anyway, uh, now they're they're getting now the Dodgers are getting feedback, nasty feedback, and comments from their fans who are Christians. It, they consider it an anti-Catholic move because it, you know, obviously they're making fun of Catholic nuns, you know, and uh, they they not they're not just trans, but apparently they're atheist, and I guess they have some devil worship. Well, you know, involved. I would tend to you know now I'm going to get in trouble for saying this, but I'm, I tend to say some of these people that do that. I, I don't know that they're trans or not, but even if they are, you know, I don't think they have a heart. I don't think they have a soul. Um, and they don't represent the vast majority of the population. And so I would have held my ground if I were the Dodgers and said, no, they're not invited. Because Absolutely. then if I if I saw that 50% of my my fan base wanted that, then I would sit there and say, boy, we got it all wrong. I guess uh, America is a a transgender home, you know, whatever you want to call it. I don't want to get into the name. I have a question, Bill. Why is it, if you're trans, you know, I, and I'm, I mean, I, maybe it's because I just don't understand the philosophy, but if you're trans, does that make you a devil worshiper too? Because well, it does in their case. Well, you know, yeah, you know, in their case, they, they call themselves trans, and they are dressed up in nuns' outfits with devil makeup on, including the horns. Well, I would ask a trans person, what scientific proof do you have, besides you just dressing up that way, that you really are trans? Or was this something that has been, you know, planted, a seed that's been planted and nurtured in society to to conquer and divide? You know, because... You know, you can get somebody young, or you can you can do subliminal images that are out there, and we do know that that is happening. So, Bill, do you think said, there's any money involved with the backing of these groups? Sure. Ever wonder where this money is coming from? Is it is it the George Soroses of the world somehow? People like him putting money behind these groups to cause this kind of turmoil and upheaval. I mean, that's what's happening. It's it, like you said. It's dividing us. It, yeah, it wasn't well, an issue two years ago. Well, but but it is happening. You know, you played that piece that I was I was actually looking for it, and I discovered something yesterday. But the uh, wake up, yeah, wake I'm, up I'm going to play. I'm going to play it again in the in the yeah, because I wanted I wanted to either transcribe it, you know, electronically, so I had the script or something. I thought, well, that'd be a nice piece mm-hmm. to because the audio I thought was kind of weak, and I thought, well, you know what, I'll produce it and redo it. I don't know if I'll get it this week or next week because I'm going out of state. But the point is, I thought I was looking for it. And the point is, when I was looking, I started seeing this. One, there's a Wake Up Australia site. And it's where people vent and they talk yeah, about I their government. Yeah. And they are bitching about the same things that we're bitching out. And some of their stuff is kind of funny. And they've been bitching a lot longer. So then, you know, you go around to New Zealand. You go all hey, of these different Phil, places. They have no they have no rights to guns in Australia. They were locked down far more severely than we were during right? the pandemic. And they're talking about the deep state and their corrupt government and everything that was imposed against them. Gee, friends, it's the same thing here. You don't think 
you know, that we've never had the same problems, you know, throughout history. Now, all of a sudden, it seems that we're all being attacked by the same beast, the same monster. Oh, I think you don't, beast, and you don't I think, think there's some is, beast is appropriate. Yeah, you, you you don't think that there's some commonality here of something that is going on that the whole planet is under siege that they, they somebody wants to corral the population of the world, conquer it and control it. Now I'm not saying there's an alien out there in a spaceship. I'm saying deep state there's, maybe. The deep state and dark money. Look what's going on with the debt. You know, now there's one guy, what's his name? Uh, Paul uh, Krugman, who says... Uh, writer oh, for, he's, a, the, he's the writer for the uh, New York Times, I believe, Krugman. I think he's yeah, a writer Yeah, he said, Times. you know, he goes, U.S. actually doesn't have to pay the $31 trillion mountain of debt. As a matter of fact, you know, now people are expected to pay off their debt, but not for the government. The government never has to pay off its debt. What he's it saying, what he's saying like, like a lot of Democrats, is don't worry about debt. It's not real. We don't care anyway. You don't have to ever really pay it off. Okay, but here's what's going to happen. Let's say that we default next, what is it, Wednesday? Yeah. Is that the first? Okay, about, we default. About nine days, yeah. So what is the, uh, what is the uh, uh, Treasury Department going to do? They're going to issue T-bills, all right, to, to absorb that, that, that debt, probably $500 billion to $800 billion. Now, you can, you can actually invest in this. It's uh, 1000 Usually it's a $1,000 minimum ante, but it could be higher. Mm -hmm. You know, well, when you think that they pay 2 to 4% on a Treasury bill, these will be good for six months to a year, and that's, that's what you would make. You know, well, let's just take three percent. You know, three percent on a on a thousand dollars, you made three dollars, right? You're so, but do the math. You bring it up. You're investing the, in the strength and good faith of the United States of America that just defaulted. Yeah, that just defaulted. It's one thing to invest in in the country in bonds and bills and stuff like that, war bonds, when the country is solid, but when the country has financially collapsed. But, yeah, when it collapses, we're all going to feel it. We're all going to pay for it. And your wealth, your net worth is going to go down. You're probably going to pay more taxes. You're going to pay more for goods. So the people that invest in those T-bills will make money, but you're going to have to invest at at least the million-dollar level, you know, and because – and that's what you do. You buy those, you know, at, at – at, let's say it's five – million dollars yeah. yeah and then all of a sudden now that's where you make the serious money and whose money are they make are they taking to make money yours yeah well we're, we're, we're getting our pockets picked here friends getting back to a couple of the strange things that are going on did you see the ford commercial for the f-150 no it shows these two fords racing through the dusty desert and they were actually kind of covered with dust and mud, and you can't see the paint job. And it's going along, and you see it from a, an aerial shot as the trucks are racing along with that wonderful music, dramatic music. And I guess then it goes by a tree or something like that, and you see the same trucks, but no dust, no dirt on it. You see them pristine in the most clean condition with their pride stripes on oh, them. Great. On the Ford trucks. Now... You got to wonder, 
did someone in the marketing department at Ford look at the great things that have happened to Bud Light and say, boy, we got to get ourselves something of that. Man, we we got to get in on that deal because look what they they've lost $30 billion. Do you know that Budweiser is actually buying the beer back from their wholesalers because they can't sell it? They, they're yeah. literally going back and saying to the distributors, hey, guys, uh, I know you're having a Are problem. Are they going to get a tax bailout, though, a tax credit bailout? Oh, pro- hey, probably. Probably, and, You know, yeah. all these companies that are following suit with their pride yeah. uh, uh, campaigns, mm-hmm. you would have think that you would have thought they would have stopped them right at, right now. But I think that they were put in play all together at once, and they are continuing the plan because, yeah, the people are going to offer backlash, but if they keep hitting us over the head, we're going to get numb from it, and then it's going to become the status quo. You know, I'm seeing, you know, I'm still, so you know. we have schools that are still, even though there's a lot of noise and a lot of complaining from parents, they're still uh, putting on the shelves in their libraries these uh, woke books, and many of them are pornographic books. I, there was a pastor, I haven't got the audio, a black pastor at one of the school board meetings who was magnificent who got up in front of the school board and reamed them a new one. <laughs> and then the uh, at the end, he's interrupted by one of the school board members who says, Pastor, your time is up. And, the, and he responds just as quickly. And yours, and that, the same goes for you. That's what he's, the same goes for you. <laughs> I thought, yeah. good for you. Your time is he, up too, pal. Because he was ready for that. He knew yeah. he was going to run out of time, and he knew that he was going to hit, get hit with that. So yeah. he hit him back, gave him a taste of his own medicine, and that's kind of what you have to do. But, you know, this if you think you're transgender, great. Yeah. But, you know, uh, you don't have the right to sit there and prance and dance in front of me and go, ha, 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 I'm a transgender. And look, never mind, look, never look, mind look, in front of you. Me too. I don't want them to. Never mind in front of you. How about in front, in of, front your, of your everybody. grandchild? Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. You go in front of a parade and you have some guy walking around in his jock strap, smiling and flaunting himself. And that that used to be called lewd and lascivious action. They used to arrest people for doing stuff like that. Now they have parades. Hey, Well, you know, may, maybe that's why we're not after the politicians that went to Epstein Island, because... They're all a bunch of freaking perverts, and they're, you know, they go, oh, my God, oh, my God. Okay, now we're in, we're the in crowd. Let's make it, let's, why are they pushing this perversion? You know, I thought children were sacred. They were yeah. the closest thing we had to God. But even if you don't they believe are. in God, they're still sacred. But yet now you just want to, you want to, you want to vilify them. You want to sit there and, and turn them into, uh, you know, little, I don't know what you want to. Sex what, toys. What Sex, oh, that's pretty much it. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're there for our perversion. Yeah, and uh, you know hey, what you do to them mentally—that's that's. Bill, didn't a, you no tell me that we are the biggest trafficker of child? Uh, well, that's a fact. That's a fact. Trafficking across the board. Yeah, that we, is a fact. Now, if you know it, and I now know it, don't you think the guys in Washington know it? Wouldn't that be like top of the agenda? is to close that off and to cut that off because it's it's pervasive in our country. But no, they, 
what does that say about those guys in Washington? It says they're part of the problem. They're as much a pervert as the guys who are, who are walking them across the border. But I'm going to take that a step further. You know, now we're trying to do something, what we can, you know. And yeah. if you believe how we believe, then we're responsible for those clowns being in Washington. Yeah. Because one way or another, you know, we were involved in putting and electing officials in there. It's time that we're involved in removing them and hopefully getting, you know, the right officials in there. And when I say well, right, I'm not saying that has a, a right side agenda, but who has values. But here's you know, where here's where the uh, <clears throat> the pessimistic part of me comes out. I apologize for this, but you you say that we're responsible for them being in the, in Washington and it would appear to be on the surface yes you're right mm-hmm. <clears throat> but what if they steal the elections or rig yeah, everything it, if it's been rigged which i think it has which a lot of people think it has i know that's not popular that is not something which uh, is being pushed in our society as a matter of fact if you listen to the clowns on mainstream media they they poo poo it like we're kind of we're nuts. We're nuts to think that the elections might have been stolen. But then with my own two eyes, I've seen videos of them stealing the election. I mean, well, is it a steal if you take a box of votes, one box of votes, and dump it into the uh, into the into the uh, totals? Is that as much of a steal as if you took fifty boxes? I think yes. It's like yeah, I think so too. But let's let's go to Arizona and Curie Lake. Now she found that there were a quarter million ballots yeah. that were not verified. When I say not right. verified, what happened was these quarter million ballots came in, all right, and the people that do the validating validated all them with what they said was ninety nine point seven percent accuracy. That's right. damn near. Perfect, right? Yeah. It's you know, that's not even the three percent margin. That's 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 about perfect. as good as it gets, right? Okay. And they did it in less than three seconds, like in two and a half seconds. That is a mathematical impossibility. I don't even know that a computer could sit there and scan it and mechanically get it through and do that. So, but these people hand did it. And that was her complaint. She took it before court and it got in. It was a bombshell thing the other day when it, it was, was introduced. Three day tr- three day trial. And then and the judge threw it out in about gone. 30 seconds. In 30 seconds saying, yeah, I stand by that accreditation. I, I hope that judge does stand by their accreditation because, you know, we need to go after all them bastard judges. Oh, absolutely. Or, or bastard <laughs> judges. We need to take them all down. Yes. And they need to be the first in line. But thank, to- thank guys like George Soros. Because you'll find out if you look at them deeply, if you do a deep dive into the, a lot of these guys' backgrounds, they were funded by this evil son of a bee. Yeah. I think you'd say the word bitch because, um, you know what? <clears throat> anyway. He's, uh, he's, a, he's a bad guy. He is. And, and he's, he's not happy unless he's destroying our, our world. And he's not just doing it here, by the way, in this country. He's doing it around the world. This guy is evil. I think... Um, uh, what's it? Elon Musk said last week. He he described him as being Magneto. I, I'm not familiar with the character. It's one of the uh, the characters from Marvel Comics. He's the villain, and he's trying to dominate the world. And yeah. 
Elon Musk, who, by the way, is richer than this guy, although I guess they're close, but Elon Musk is a is a very wealthy guy. He turns around, it's, he calls Soros Magneto, meaning he's about as evil as it gets. And, you know, he's wanted in his own home country. He was born, I guess, in Hungary, and he was of Jewish heritage. And a lot of, I heard uh, uh, Alan Dershowitz say, hey, look it, just because he was born a Jew doesn't make him Jewish. He's uh, anti-Semitic. He's he he's not a friend of the Jewish people. Uh, it, back during the days of World War II, when he was a teenager, he helped to get stuff for the Germans from the people they were sending to the concentration camps. Mm-hmm. And he, he was Jewish. Them. Yeah, he stole from them. He ratted them out. And you know, um, the- I don't know, Bill. We we uh, there's so much happening in our world. So many things going on. And we started talking about the sat phones. There's a lot of stuff going on behind the scenes in our world that they don't want you to see. They don't want you to pay no. attention to. It is happening. Don't be surprised, by the way, if we do lose our communications at some point. You say, what? what come on, Jim. I got to mow the lawn this weekend. No, no, no. Hey, listen. It may happen. It may happen at some point. And, you know, you mentioned it. They may disrupt our communications just before the elections. To really mess things up, they may destroy. You know, put us in the back into the eighteen hundreds. Without and by the uh, time you get communications back, they will have already been sworn in. We had to do a, a an emergency swear in ceremony, and uh, it's a done deal. And then if you go, wait a minute, I want to see a re- you're an election denier. You know, yeah. either way, you know, Bill, you have to trust your government. They don't want Trump, but they don't want uh, Ron DeSantis either. They no, don't they want don't. DeSantis, and they, they're already starting to vilify DeSantis because I think oh. they feel that they can they can probably put Trump in jail. You're, you're probably cringing when I say that, but I do believe that the deep state figures that they can put Trump in jail. And, you, you know, know this, is, this is why, Bill, I, I, I didn't mean to, but oh, go ahead. this is why, if there are good people in this country working behind the scenes to rescue our country, they better get off their ass because the deep state is doing a full court press. They're doing a full court press and they're doing a darn good job of killing and controlling our country. So I'm just saying. Uh, well, yeah, and I, I would tell you this right now. If you're waiting for those people to come in, uh, the guys with the white hats to come in, uh, I'm of the belief you know, if I'm talking to you mm-hmm. and uh, you're listening to me, friends, we are the White Hats. We are the White Hats. Well, and, I, and I we're think we have to. You and I do. We get nothing for this, folks. I mean, I, Bill and I both have worked in broadcasting and made great livings. Um, we're the town criers. But right now, part of what we are doing is giving back as best we can with the gifts that God has still given us. I mean, I'm an older guy now. I, I can't do a lot of heavy lifting. Heck, mowing the lawn can be difficult sometimes. But right. I can still talk and think, thank God. And if I can, I will keep doing this because this is important. Because the mainstream media won't give you the information. Honestly. That's exactly right. They they won't. Now, you know, uh, I'm going to segue here uh, because there's an you talk about Trump. 
Uh, and I'm starting to believe that uh, she's just a tool now, and that's E. Jean Carroll. You know, oh. now his testimony, you know, the, he was going, look, since, since that trial, however you feel about it, he has the right to say, I was, I was robbed here because sure. I, I don't know this woman. He can, whether that's true or not, he can stick by that defense. Yeah. You know, I didn't have sex with her and that, you know, obviously he wasn't done on that, but then they said defamation because, you know, at the town hall, at the town hall on yeah, CNN, he, because of what he said yep. and because now he still sits there and goes, I don't know this person. She's doubled down now and going back to get him for more money. Oh. You know, same lawyer, same judge, and all sure. of that stuff. So what they're going, okay, okay, we can't prove anything, but we can sit there since we control the court, and she's loving it because now she's saying she lost her job because of what he said. She lost her damn job before that. She um, sat there and said that, ooh, rape is sexy. I know. You know, and she's done this charge against other people, but... That couldn't be allowed in court, but anything that he says, you know, if he goes, you know, I got a, you know, I got a pimple here. I got to get rid of it. Oh, that's admissible in court. They take everything. They've turned him into a money gumball machine for her just so that they could sit there. Well, we can't, we can't do one thing to him. So we'll try to drain his bank account and just embarrass him as much as we can. I can only hope that they get a change of venue and that Trump nails her. Well, in court, that, I wouldn't you know what I'm that saying. Way. I mean, legally, yeah. legally destroys her for her lying because, ma'am, you're lying. You are she part of the, the problem. She is the biggest lying twit there is. You want to attack me for what I'm worth? I'm worth nothing. What are you going to get out of that? <laughs> yeah. Oh gosh. And you know what? Rape ain't sexy, baby. No, it's a it's a violent crime against against innocent people, and it shouldn't be laughed at or made to sound like uh, it's interesting it's not it's like hitting somebody with a hammer at least I that's can only my imagine opinion. having sex with her would be like having sex with a devil with a wig on oh she you know she is I mean, evil she is evil for, yeah she is an evil person for what she's doing to the country and for what she's doing to a, a decent man you may not like donald trump and he may have a history of having some uh, you know he may have had a lot of girlfriends when he was younger and he may have been a man about town Hey, look, the guy was worth billions and billions of dollars, and he was surrounded by sycophants who, who were all over him trying to be his In buddy. In the 80s, everybody wanted to have a picture with him. If yep. he walked into a room, women would run up and snuggle up to him to get that picture. If they had the cell phones then, they would have been there doing the selfie thing. There would yep. be much more pictures. It, it, that's just the way it is. It's happened to... You know, all of it. It's like young, beautiful women where guys want to go, oh, I want to run up to her, but usually she has a swarm of bodyguards to protect her. Yeah. You know, but. Uh, hey, uh, you mentioned that uh, New Zealand, uh, Wake Up New Zealand uh, tape that we played yesterday. Yeah. And we said we'd play it again and take a little time so we could talk about it. So if you got a couple of minutes, listen up. Wake up, New Zealand, before it's too late. Remember Khrushchev's prediction? This is a sobering reminder. It's almost 62 years since Russia's Khrushchev delivered this. Many of you may not remember his quote or even were alive when Mr. Khrushchev of the Soviet Union made his remarks. On September 29, 1959, here was his entire quote. Your children's children will live under communism. You Americans are so gullible. No, you won't accept communism outright. 
but we'll keep feeding you small doses of socialism until you finally wake up and find you already, you already have communism. We will not have to fight you. We will so weaken your economy until you will fall like overripe fruit into our hands. The democracy will cease to exist when you take away from those who are willing to work and give to those who would not. Ian goes on. Remember socialism leads to communism. So how do you create a socialist state? There are nine levels of control. Read the following recipe. One, health care. Control health care and you control the people. Two, poverty. Increasing the poverty level as high as possible, poor people are easier to control and will not fight back if you're providing everything for them. Three, debt. Increase the debt to an unsustainable level. That way you're able to increase taxes and this will produce more poverty. Four, gun control. Remove the ability to defend themselves from the government. That way you're able to create a police state. Number five is welfare. Take control of every aspect, food, housing, income, of their lives because that will make them fully dependent on the government. Education. Take control of what people read and listen to and take control of what children learn in school. Religion. Remove the belief in God from the government and schools because the people need to believe in only the government knowing what's best for the people. Class warfare. Divide the people into wealthy and the poor. Eliminate the middle class. This will cause more discontent and will be easier to tax the wealthy with the support of the poor. And number nine, control the media. Not much left for our comrade Jacinda to do. As I read through each point, I realized while I was reading just how far we have followed that road. It really is quite devastating. I leave it with you. A uh, commentator from New Zealand, obviously, and uh, prophetic. Really, what he was saying was so true. That was just from the quality of the recording. It sounds like it was done a while ago. Uh, But amazing stuff. Well, it's all part of the Communist Manifesto. And, um, you know, that's that's the whole thing. And that was Anita Khrushchev that did that in, what, 59? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, and, and that was actually a... That was their plan that they put into place, mm-hmm. and they've infiltrated the schools. They've done everything, and socialism. Well, Soros is probably not a socialist; he's a communist, and he's putting forth that regime. He comes from an area that uh, you know that he might have been influenced by and believes in that stuff. So, hey, and a guy like Soros is the ultimate capitalist. He's made his money as a capitalist, as a ruthless capitalist. He has said uh, in interviews that uh, they've asked him, well, you know, you've, you've crushed some people, you've hurt some people, and uh, doesn't that bother you? No, it's just business, just business, you know, yeah, not a big deal. I mean, it's, he doesn't seem to have a, a soul, uh, he, and he definitely doesn't have compassion because uh, he has financially ruined a lot of people, and he just moves mm-hmm. along. You know, and what what amazes me about these people is they continue to to. He's in his nineties. They continue to live and thrive. I was watching a program yesterday on the History Channel, I think, and it was talking about a guy. Uh, I think his name was Van Tessel, Paul Van Tessel. Uh, right. He's been dead for a while, I guess, since the seventies. But he supposedly had designed uh, a 
place, a rejuvenation place. Uh, it's a building. It's round. He put it out in the Mojave Desert. He's a scientist, obviously, and uh, he was 95% complete. You would essentially, it was worked on electromagnetism. You walked in one door and you walked around the inside of that of that round building he had, and you'd come out another door and you would have regenerated or renewed many of the cells in your body. It was supposed to be uh, a life-altering, life-improving process that he had developed. He got it 95% complete, and then he died suddenly and mysteriously. They don't know why, and all of a sudden, some strangers came in and took all of his uh, all of his plans, all of his designs, and whisked them away. Sort of like what they did to uh, Nikola Tesla when he died. I was just going to say Tesla had something yeah. like that. And, you know, you look at... So the reason why like, I mention that, by the way, Bill, is because you got to wonder whether these people have access to certain things that give them, uh, let's say, a physical advantage in life, you know? Give them a few, an extra decade or two, maybe, you know? Well, it, it's possible. I mean, you know, but Tesla, you know, a lot of what he did is based on just how the, the, the earth works and spins. Mm -hmm. We are a giant conductor. We, we, it, it, we create the magnetic. Well, that's what know, Van Tesla was, the same kind of thing. He was, right. know, his building was based upon electromagnetism. You know, mm -hmm. the earth generates electromagnetic uh, energy and we are receptors to it. And right. And it also emits frequencies, you know, that are generated, you know, basically the same way. And I forget what it is or what it's called. I, uh, but there's, you know, there's a health unit. Have you ever, let's put it this way. Have you ever not felt good? Mm -hmm. And then especially if you've got a one story house or you're outside and the best you can feel is when you lay down on the ground and just lay still. It's because the earth puts off a low frequency signal. It's like 3.78 hertz or something like that. But it's, it's like being in the womb of your mother. And all of a sudden, you kind of feel good. But when you get up, oh, I feel like crap. You get back down on the ground because the, you know, we, we don't call mm. it Mother Earth for no reason. It is Mother Earth. And, you know, there are certain natural healing characteristics of it. So, and a lot of these things can be probably duplicated. So that's the guy. Well, supposedly, supposedly, and you probably have heard about this. A lot of our listeners, I'm sure, have. There's supposed to be uh, machines called med beds uh, mm -hmm. that have been developed by companies. And you apparently, you know, you line these beds and... I'm not sure exactly how they work, but uh, after you get out, you've you've regained some of your youth. There are versions of them now in Florida, but it's very expensive to get a. They you know they rent them out like a tanning salon, so I'm sure but the ones I've heard are, about are not are not being rented out at all because they are they are squirreled right. away. The one well, I, I was just going to say, I'm sure the ones that are for commercial use are all a gimmick. But the simple fact is, those beds are out there for people that are willing to pay for them, that have the money and the where for all. Well, you know, you ever wonder how somebody, I'm just saying, I'm just throwing this out there. You can think of it as you want to think about it. But ever wonder how somebody like, let's say, Nancy Pelosi, who's uh, in her uh, almost mid-80s now, and she can be the Speaker of the House, and it's a tough, wearing job on anybody half her age. 
and she starts to, occasionally she'd start to look her age, and then she'd disappear for a week or two, and then she'd come back and look surprisingly youthful again. <laughs> you got to wonder, do these people have access to something that we don't have access to? I'm just saying. Mm. I mean, you look at Joe Biden. He's in his early 80s and, and has uh, mental issues, but he's he's out, in the, out and about. And every so often he starts to look like he's running down, and all of a sudden he's back to being spry again. And uh, some people say he's getting injections, which could be the case. But there could be other things going on that we're not privy to. Because trust me, friends, we, the unwashed masses, are not privy to a lot of stuff. A lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that's true. I mean, and there's all kinds of medical things out there. Like you said, the med meds. Uh, there's the, I, if I got the name pronounced right, uh, the hyperbo- uh, hi- hyperbolic the hyper- chambers. Yeah, hyperbolic. yeah the, which is oxygen. Basically, yeah. pure oxygen. You go into a tank. They have ones that consumers can buy, but they do have their healing uh, forces out there. Let's say that you get a bad wound. Sure, you know, they can bandage that up and give you antibiotics and do things. And maybe pretty soon they got to amputate. Whereas you go in to the hyperbolic chamber and get the pure oxygen, all of a sudden you start to mend and heal almost instantaneously. Well, actually, instantaneously, you start on the mend, and it won't be long that you're out of that chamber and you're going, What happened to the wound? I know. It's all gone. Do you remember when Hillary Clinton was running for president and this, uh, she was walking from an event and she collapsed and there people had to help her into the SUV? I mean, right. she has had her moments, but she's back on the stage again. Oh, talking about uh, Joe. Listen to what she said. A heart-stopping moment where he almost fell over coming down the stairs a day or two ago. He didn't use the railings. Jill wasn't there with him. Every time that happens... Your heart is in your mouth because these things could be consequential. Is that a concern? Well, I mean, it's a concern for anyone. Um, And we've had presidents who've fallen before who were a lot younger um, and people didn't go into, you know, heart palpitations. Um, But his age is an issue and people have every right to consider it. But, you know, he has this great saying and, and, you know, I think he's right. You You know, don't judge him by running against the almighty, but against the alternative. And I am, you know, of the camp that uh, I think, you know, he's determined to run. He has a good record that three years ago, people would not have predicted would have gotten done. Uh, He doesn't get the credit yet that he deserves for what is happening out in the country in terms of, you know, jobs and growth and, and planning for the future with chips and other stuff. So I obviously hope he stays, you know, very, you know, focused and able to uh, compete in the election because I think he, I think he can be reelected, and that's yeah, what we yeah. should all hope for. Yeah, in the in, in the background, I'm sure she's thinking, uh, I still could probably slide into that uh, that process and be president well, next it, time around. Do you listen to her voice now? She doesn't look great, but she looks better than when she was running. But her voice sounds so internally. I'm saying her organs are probably uh, a lot better shape than they were, um, you know, well, four you or ever, five years ago. You ever wonder whether somebody like her has? I was just thinking about that. Is does she have access to something that we don't have access to? Because, like you said, many times I've seen her in the past. She looks like Methuselah. She looks old as can be, right? And then all of a sudden, she goes away for a while and comes back, and she looks like she's sixty. 
it's like, well, mm-hmm. what happened here? Uh, yeah, and uh, I, I think she does. And uh, now, some people, you, Bill, think it's that uh, adrenochrome. You know that a lot of people think that some of these people uh, ha- pay big bucks to drink blood. Essentially, you get you get. I guess they get. Do they drink it or do they get infusions of it? I'm not really well, sure. Well, you know what? You're talking to somebody that uh, would not know because I don't get it. But I would say this: um, anything that they can get from somebody. Mm-hmm. You know, like a vaccine, uh, I'm sure they can replicate it. So adrenochrome, uh, unless there's no way to replicate no, it. No, well, you know what it is, Bill. Adrenochrome, and this is just uh, what I've been told, it is supposedly blood that is taken at right. the moment a child is in fear because it is it is infused with the child's adrenaline. Right. Adrenaline. And they pay supposedly big dollars for, I guess it's infusions. They get tran- mm. transfusions of uh, this blood into their system. Uh, it has got to be one of the most evil processes in the world, if it is legitimate, uh, because it, it is, it's taking blood from innocent children who are, mm-hmm. who are in fear. Think about that for a second. They take it at the moment they've been frightened. Okay, so all these kids that came across the border illegally and they were put in buses and taken all over the country, who's to say, like the plot of an evil movie, that they're not in some oh warehouse God. laying on a bed with things drawing their blood and probes, you know, little electrodes on their head or VR goggles to where, you know, they are allowed enough time to regenerate, they have feeding tubes, and all they're doing is being fed scary thoughts so that they can sit there and oh monitor my God. at the time to suck that blood out and take the adrenaline. You know, there's got to be, be a, I would be an evil doctor. There's yes, got to be a, a bad man. A hot place in hell for people who do that to children. Where are these children? I God knows. I have no idea. No, I you could be absolutely correct. They could be anywhere. They could be anywhere. They could be underground in underground tunnels and and what they call deep what they deep underground uh uh, they call them dumbs, deep underground military bases. I mean, th- I'm just saying there are so many things that um, that we are not privy to, and and n- good, normal, healthy Americans would oh, they'd shrug that they wouldn't. That's not happening. That's ridiculous. That's so silly. In the United States of America, come on, folks. Look around. We invented here. it. We invented it. Come on. We invented this evilness that's out there. Let's just be honest for a, a little while. You know, that uh, we may not be. I, uh, I cringe when we, you say we. I cringe when you say we because that makes it sound like you and me. An well, evil you know, element I, of I, our I'm society. I'm of the belief that, you know, you're innocent until you know better. If we know that our, our country is, is involved in evil doings, then does that not make you a part of it? And I'm saying that you know, you know that I have would have equal amount of guilt, but I don't know what I can do except well, what I'm doing right now. The problem we have is that we don't know where they are, and how they're doing it. If you knew there was something happening in the building next door to you, you'd call the police. But the problem we have is, yeah, we we've been told that these things are happening in our country, but. We don't know where really these things are happening. That's why so many of us, so many people are hoping and praying that there's a faction in our government, maybe military, good military faction, that's working diligently 
to stop this, okay? Uh, I mean, you can only hope and only pray because uh, if not, we're, we're in uh, dire straits. See, I, I, I don't want to sit there and cast my fate into a hope, you know. But you because, have to sometimes. Yeah, yeah you kind of have to, but if I sit there, I mean, you can wish in one hand and, you know, in the other hand, and still what you have is the other hand. But, the, uh, but Bill, you know, it doesn't mean you stop doing what well, we're doing, you know. What, what no, we, no, no, no. We yeah. are doing what we can yeah. do. But everybody's got to do whatever it is. You know, sometimes the the best thing you can do is, like, you listen to the show. I have a guy that sits there, you know, and I used to work with him, so I tolerate it. But, you know, he always throws a, a, another thought out there from his side of the fence. Mm -hmm. And I'm going, well, the one thing that I know, and I'm sure he'll hear this and he'll have a thing he'll send to me, is you're listening. And his name is Bill, too. So you're listening, hey, Bill. Thanks and for listening, all, Bill. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, you know, he's, he's actually a pretty knowledgeable guy in our industry and, uh, you know, is well-respected. And I salute that. But I, we, we have differences of opinions on sure. other things. But you're listening. I remember a guy one time calling to complain about a talk show we had on, and he rattled off two weeks' worth of stuff that this guy had talked about. And he goes, and I don't know how anybody could listen to that show because this, 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 and this. And then he stopped for me to say something, and I said, gotcha. He goes, what? I said, you listen. You just said I'm doing my job. Thank you. And, and then he, it took him a while, but then he laughed. He goes, okay. He goes, you made your point. The thing he is, became a listener. We're two old school guys who come from a, a, an America where you have a right to express your opinion, which is what we do here. Free speech, we believe in it, okay? And uh, there are people out there who would like to silence us, who, who think we haven't got a right to do this. Everybody's uh, got a right to talk. Yes. And if it's, you have a, a difference of opinion, start your own podcast. You know, and Start your own podcast, and if it's compelling enough, I might listen to it. If anything, I'll get things that I can sit there and talk against. Yeah. <laughs> hey, uh, uh, one other thing I wanted to point out. You know, we talked yesterday about Bakhmut. It's fallen, I guess, uh, in the Ukraine. Of course, the mainstream right. media is kind of walking past it, like with their eyes down. Like, well, we we may have said the Russians were going to be victorious there, but now that they're they've been I'm sorry, we may have said the Russians are not going to be victorious there, but now that they have been victorious there, we'll just pretend it didn't happen. No, it happened. Bakhmut has fallen. It is now in the hands of Russia. And uh, also, they're, they're wondering, where is Zalushny? Zalushny, I guess, is the commander-in-chief of the Ukrainian army. He's yes. been missing. He's been missing for weeks. They can't find the guy. You know, it's, it would be like uh, in our country if uh, the Milley, Mark Milley, who I don't think much of, but he is the chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, if all of a sudden he disappeared, you know, you'd want to know where he is because he's supposed to be the head military guy. Well, there's one of two thoughts. Well, maybe three thoughts. First thought is, you know, maybe he, you know, was at the wrong place at the wrong time, got seriously injured, or he's dead. Mm -hmm. Second place is they're protecting him. He's in hiding. Third possibility is uh, that we'll, we'll, we'll give him some credit and say he's hunkered down somewhere wait, waiting to 
push a major counter assault. So if you're on the left, you're going, yeah, that's what it is. Now, yeah. I would tend to believe that it's it's one or two, and I'm I'm leaning towards he probably got seriously injured, happened to be somewhere where, you know, if everything hinged on this one guy, there's a good chance yeah. that he could have gotten, you know, became a, a casualty. Yeah. And I, I don't like to talk about the loss of any life. Well, they because... talked talk for the longest time about uh, the Ukrainians having their their long-awaited uh, spring counteroffensive, but it hasn't happened. And I guess mm. they're saying now it's not going to happen. Um, did you? Uh, we talked about this yesterday, but we kind of glanced over it. Did you hear about the fact that we lost $3 billion? Yeah, and that money, who knows where it went. I know Zelensky's got $400 million, but and then somebody else, uh, it was a lady you've seen going out with hundreds of millions of dollars. But Jake Tapper asked uh, Jake Sullivan. The two Jakes were talking uh, yesterday, and, and Jake Sullivan uh, talked about that $3 billion. Listen. There was this very bizarre admission from the Pentagon this week uh, of an accounting error uh, that suggested that the U.S. has at least $3 billion that it didn't know it had that it can use for Ukraine aid. That's a hell of an accounting error, um, and it provides a lot of fodder to critics of U.S. aid to Ukraine and critics who say there's not enough oversight going on. Um, are you concerned about this accounting error? Well, one thing I just want to make clear, that is not money that went out the, dis the door and disappeared. That is not uh, a waste of that $3 billion. It is simply a tally of how much military equipment we have given them. And the way that the Pentagon was counting it was, what's the replacement cost for the equipment we provide, rather than just the actual cost of that equipment? Once you make that adjustment, it turns out we have an additional $3 billion that we can spend uh, to provide even more weapons to Ukraine. There's a saying, friends, baffle them with BS, okay? Mm -hmm. uh, you know what the BS stands for. That's a saying, baffle them with BS. That's what Jake Sullivan just did. He just uh, gave a non-answer answer. Well, we, it was an accounting error, and we figured the replacement value was going to be, uh, come on, Jake, you lost $3 bucks. For Pete's sakes, oh, Hone up to it's it. It's all a word dance. They dance around words, and they make up, you know, they'll, they'll take anything that you say or counter them with and listen to it, and then they take it and they turn it around, you know, even though they're basically admitting what you said, but they make it sound like, no, 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 you're wrong. You know, Bill, and speaking of money, you know, we're talking about this budget problem we're having right now, this dance we're going through. And Biden wants, I forgot what it is, like $50 trillion or $37 trillion uh, in, in a new budget, some enormous amount of money. And they can't seem to come to a, uh, an agreement any, anywhere. And I was thinking, are you, are you trying to tell me that they can't find a few billion dollars here, a couple of billion dollars there to slice off the budget to make the agreement happen? Are you trying to tell me they can't possibly relinquish a penny of what they they have in their budget? Now this is a this is a dance of power. That's what Biden's doing right now. He wants to mm. show the world who is boss. He wants to make McCarthy uh, bend down at his knee, and he wants the world to see that he's the king. At least in this situation. At least that's my opinion. Hey, my friend. Uh, I guess we've done it. Uh, another show in the can. 
Uh, if you want to reach us, 833-538-7868, 833-538-7868. And there's always mail at itsanotherday.com, so now you know how to get in touch with us. do want to mention one thing I saw that was kind of interesting. Talk about a class act. Alec Baldwin, you remember that guy? You know, oh, I heard this bill. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Apparently he was out and about somewhere and, uh, he had a server that he got mad at and scolded her and said, you're a peasant. Well, I would have come back if I were the server and say, well, at least I'm not a murderer. You know? Oh yeah. I mean, yeah, you missed the line there because yeah, he's a blatant murderer. <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, but you know, he, he, he give it cause he's a, he's a whacked out liberal. Yeah. And that kind of shows you how the liberal mind really works. They say that they're there, they're, they're, they're for the people of the people, but no, they're not. They think that they're above you, and that's even the ones that you see on Facebook. How do you, you move know, on? If, if I had been the guy who pulled the trigger and killed that beautiful uh, young woman, the cameraman on his on his movie, um, I would have had problems for – I'd still have problems. I'd still – this guy's out having dinner and, and still berating people. You he's know? got no heart. He's got no soul. There are people – like the, well, there are people that have probably done less than that, where it really was an accident, and they can't live with themselves, and they they will commit suicide. Now, I'm not ever encouraging that. I don't believe in suicide. I could never, no matter what, commit suicide. But I would probably, if I did something like what he did, I would be in such remorse. Oh, I know it would be it would be hard to it would be hard to live with it. it it's, it's I it's would probably a... be look. Death is hard to live with. I can tell you that. Uh, and, and at some point in time, depending on how it enters your life, mm -hmm. you, you, you will become somewhat reclusive. You know, if you think you had anything to do with death, you know, someone's you death. You know what the difference will... is? A guy like Alec Baldwin, though, he kills this woman. He shoots this woman. He blames it on everybody else. And he forgets. It's like all of a sudden he's the victim for being put upon. You know, he well, even, even, even his lawyers said, uh, came out and said that uh, it wasn't his responsibility. It was the responsibility of the armorer. The armorer is the person who's supposed to be checking the guns. He's the director. The He's ultimately in charge. The guy who he holds was... the gun and has the gun in his hand He's the guy in charge. So his double jeopardy there, no matter how you slice that piece of bread, it's that. But look at his wife, you know, when, when it first happened and he was trying to you know, dance around, and he, he said different things until he could, yeah, 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 that's the story. No, 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 no. Actually, this is the story. And his wife told him, to you know, that he needed to be quiet, and he turned around and told her to shut up. Yeah, well, he's not a nice guy. What a loving man, I'll tell you. What what, nice. That's, that's yeah, that's yeah, a nice guy. I don't watch, you know, I can't watch Hunt for Red October anymore and enjoy it like no, I, I used to. I, you know, you know, yeah, you know, the, the band, the band society, ban Alec Baldwin because he's yeah. a piece of crap. And with that, friends, we will bid you a fond adieu. Have yourself a wonderful day, and we'll do it again tomorrow. Take care, Bill. Adios. The Voice of Freedom, CRN America. These days, when you want an answer about just about anything, you ask Alexa. You ask her about the weather. You ask her who won your favorite sporting event. You ask her to find a fact that you can't find anywhere. Well, we did that too. We asked her how many people have downloaded itsanotherday.com. And this is what she said. From acceleration.com. It has been downloaded as much as 260,433,467 times.
I know, seems like a lot. Seems like a lot to us too. But it's Alexa. Thanks for making us a part of your day. And tell your friends about it's another day.com. We could use an extra listener. I mean, what do you do when you only have 260 million?